It's the Rams house powered by guys in shorts. Whose house? Rams house. Oh, no. In week Uh. 15, the Rams went to Dallas and really showed it to the Cowboys by taking a massive dump in the middle of their field. Oh, Uh, it was a complete shit fest. We really stuck it to them, didn't we? Oh, yes, we (laughs) are. Lost to the Cowboys 21 to 44. Although, let's be honest, that's being generous as a few of those touchdowns came in garbage time. It was pretty much 7 to 44. Nothing really exciting to talk about, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to try our best. That's right. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Besa. Glad to be here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, well, talking uh, talking some smack to our beloved uh, Rams. Uh, af- it's been af- kind of a trend this season. What's up with that? Well, you know what? Screw them, because just when you thought that they had righted the ship and they come out looking like the 2018 Rams and just really playing a nice game against the Seattle Seahawks, who have yes. been fantastic this season... And uh, and you're riding high. You're like, okay, we got this. All we need is Minnesota to lose a game or two, and and we are in the playoffs. And and then who knows? We'll just keep riding high. And then they go to Dallas, who has been awful this season. And they were what on a four game losing streak, I think. Yeah, four game losing streak. Yep. And and lose to Dallas. Just yeah, abysmal. It, it was a horrible performance by the Rams on Sunday. But you know what? That's that's kind of been the Rams this season, especially if you look at that those last few weeks uh, playing the uh, Arizona Cardinals in the desert and playing uh, Seattle at home. You know what? These, these games, you come into a point where the Rams have their – have their backs pinned against the wall. They need to go ahead and put themselves in a position to go ahead and win games. And after that Seattle game, I'll be honest with you, I really loved how the Rams looked. I love our offense. Our defense looked good. And more importantly, Sean McVay, for quite a while now, has called a very good game. There's been a lot of games this season where he's been lacking in doing that. And they get that win against uh, Seattle at home. And you kind of think to yourself, well, you know what? Maybe the Rams are in a position where they can go ahead and get themselves into the playoffs. Unfortunately, that was just kind of thrown out the door on Sunday versus Dallas. Yeah, pretty much. I, I feel yeah. like I feel like all Rams fans were thinking, okay, this one's fine. It's the 49ers we got to worry about. And mm-hmm. uh, nope. Turns out uh, Dallas, uh, I don't know if they were saving up for us or, I mean, we we played terribly. Um, I I think uh, one, one takeaway I had, which they mentioned uh, on the broadcast, was uh, shout out to Troy Hill. Did not realize yes. how important that guy is because <laughs> do you, I don't remember the guy's name that uh, came in for him, but... There was what two plays where he uh he uh, it wasn't even an intended pick uh by the uh, offense but he runs into uh, the other corner and ends up 
letting uh, what Tavon Austin when he was wide open on that play oh, yeah. scored that touchdown. Yeah. There was another play. I don't think it resulted in a touchdown, but it was a huge yardage gain. Um, yeah, I don't know his name, but uh, yeah, that uh, losing Troy Hill, I think, was um, was not helping our situation. Not yeah. saying we would have won with him, but it yeah. definitely didn't help. Yeah, I, I could probably say that with him uh, uh, back there, that it, it probably wouldn't have changed things dramatically. I mean, this was this game was very lopsided because uh, Dallas just uh, took over um, in beating up the Rams. But Troy Hill, he's he's kind of been phenomenal all season long, and the the impact that we have going into the 49ers game and into the Arizona game. Uh, we don't know if Troy Hill is even going to be playing. He's a bit injured at the moment, so uh, we don't even know if he's going to be a part of that actual uh, game that we have coming up on Saturday. It's going to be an early game because that game was flexed from uh, Sunday. So we might not be seeing him on Saturday. And if that's the case, uh, I mean, I'm right now I'm not saying that the season is over. There is still that slight, very, very slight possibility that we might end up in the playoffs, but uh, I, th- I think you have to be honest with yourself. I mean, give give it a theoretical look at it. If the Rams win the next two games, and if Minnesota loses these next two games, and we do make it into the playoffs, do you really think the Rams even belong in the playoffs? No, no, not no. at all. Yeah, and it's going to be one of those things where as soon as they get into the playoffs. Um, I, I'd hate to say it, but they're probably going to be out of it just as quickly as they were in it. Yeah, they this team uh, as as far as for this season, I don't know what their identity is. I mean, they've they've had some very good games, they've had some very bad games, and we've seen the progress that uh, or the lack of of progress that Sean McVay has put on Todd Gurley. It it's and and Jared Goff's performance this season. I'm kind of at a loss on on where the team goes from uh, from here into the off season. Yeah, well, I I uh, think we still pin it on the offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> there there needs to be uh, some major uh, changes and an overhaul done of the the offensive line. Um, I mean, they weren't given Gurley any room to run. McVeigh's finally committed to Gurley. But uh, they're just not creating any holes for him. You know, uh, as you were talking, I actually, I the other day I was thinking of, um, I wanted to see a ranking of what NFL teams this year have the best pass rush. Because okay. it seems like that's, you know, kind of an indicator of, the, I, I was just curious if that's the teams we struggled against, um, seeing as our offensive line is so... Uh, subpar. And sure enough, I'm looking at ESPN, uh, team pass rush win rate. Uh, (laughs) Dallas Cowboys are number two. Oh. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are number four. Pittsburgh Steelers are number five. Uh, We're number six. But there's three teams that, you know, those are games that we should have won. Oh, yeah. You know, teams, but their strength is the pass rush. And what happened? They demolished us, made us look silly. Oh, yeah. So there's there's something there. 
Yeah. You know, if I if if I had that that ability to go ahead and turn back time to earlier in the season, and Jeff, you know, if I were to ask you, what would be that one change or the one move that this Rams could have or could not have done before this season has started? Any thoughts to what positions that may lead to that, you know, they shouldn't have done this or done that? Uh, because I, for one, think... <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you were just saying it. It's the O-line. Yes. I don't think... Oh, I thought it was something team... hidden that... <laughs> gotcha. <No>. Yes. <laughs> I don't think McVeigh and Les Snead, I don't think they really valued the significant loss that, you know, that Roger Saffold and Sullivan were taking when they decided not to go ahead and continue their terms uh, for the Rams. And uh, going with these rookies, um, you got to kind of put a question mark because these rookies are just it. They are just rookies. Yeah. That well, better you know- experience that Saffold brought was amazing. He was good for the team. And then for, he is good for the rookies for to progress as season's uh, continue yeah. through the rookies. So, well, I I feel like this is maybe a lesson learned there. I mean, I, I certainly hope so. On on paper, it seems like it could be a savvy decision. You know, save some money on some beat up veterans who probably aren't going to make it all the way through the season anyway. They're on the 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 they're in the twilight of their careers, and let's invest in these rookies and bring them up. The missing element to that is exactly what you just said, that veteran leadership that uh-huh. then is completely missing from from that offensive line. And I mean, that that must be it. There's talent there. You know, we've seen the there flashes is, yeah. of it, but there's just no consistency. And when they're faced with, you know, these teams that have these better pass rushes, they're just there's no match for them. Yeah. And another thing that I would say about our front office is, you know what, they have to learn from these contracts that they just gave to Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. Maybe they shouldn't be signing these players early. When they still have a year or two left in their contract, let them play that out. Because what happened to Jared Goff once he signed uh, this contract in September he never looked like that 2019 Jared, or 2018 Jared Goff. Yeah, Todd Gurley well, doesn't look the same. Yeah, but well, but you, maybe go maybe ahead. Goff is what he is, and we just were uh, you know looking at him through rose-colored, awesome offensive line glasses. But but then again, if if you don't give them these contracts, you still have room to negotiate with Roger Saffold. Yeah. If you're going to continue with Sullivan, look at the player who we didn't give a contract to early. That would be Aaron Donald. He is a guy who we just, you know what, we're not going to sign you, we're not going to sign you until the very last year. And what happens? He is still at, he is still the same Aaron Donald as he was in the very beginning. Yep. He's the only guy that I have seen that hasn't taken a big, massive hit in declining performance uh, like Goff, and Gurley. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe front office needs to say, you know what? Let's let's stop. Go ahead and stop these silly contracts when we don't need to. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I agree. But what's done is done, unfortunately. We can't, <laughs> what's done can't is get done. a mulligan on those? Oh, uh, well, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, that might be a little uh, too late. Nope. You know, it, it's funny you say that, but, you know, only because Dallas is on the – 
the mind since uh, of this last weekend, but um, you know, exactly what you described is exactly what Dallas uh, traditionally doesn't do. Yeah. It, it, uh, they typically don't pay running backs. Jerry Jones does not pay running backs usually. Uh, of course, uh, Zeke um, is is kind of different, but uh, uh, and also they're uh, you know with Dak Prescott, you know, yeah. that's still up in the air on what, what they're doing there. Like they didn't rush to anything. So not to pat the Cowboys on the back or certainly Jerry Jones, but um, you know, <laughs> it's just interesting well, that it's what you pointed out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, the Rams made a bad decision. I'm saying that if you look after the fact that they haven't really panned out right now, you compare that with Dak Prescott, who honestly, Dak has had a phenomenal year this season without a contract. And he's going to go into this offseason and he's probably going to go ahead and command, you know, top talent money more so than what Jared Goff is going to go ahead and get paid just because they they will have that money now. They know what he is capable of. So they're going to go ahead and make him that franchise quarterback. And uh, who knows where they're going to be next season. But uh, again, you know, this Sunday... Uh, was was a complete shit show. I I was very disappointed, very disappointed in the Rams. I I did not like the play calling. The defense looked horrible. Todd Gurley, come on, dude! Eleven attempts for twenty yards. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It took him eleven times to get a measly twenty yards. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, it, it, all around. Uh. This team did not look great. Um, I couldn't even give you maybe Jake McQuaid. He's the, probably the hero of the game. And who's Jake McQuaid? He's a long snapper for the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> he did his so, job. Yeah, he did his job. Uh, he was a bright spot on the field for about, what, a, seven plays or so. The water boy. The water boy did a good job. <laughs> yeah. All the- However, you know there, there is one, one, one guy on these Rams, uh, this Rams team that – I've been enjoying these last few weeks, and that's Tyler Higby, our tight end. Oh yeah, yeah. He he has been going off. This is now his third game that he has gone for 100 plus receiving yards. He signed that contract earlier on uh, during the off season, and which we thought, you know what? I don't understand this move. Gerald Everett in the beginning of the season was doing a bang up job. Gerald Everett goes out. Tyler Higby comes in. And all of a sudden, Gerald or Tyler Higby, he has been going crazy. Now, I don't know if it's just because of the fact that Gerald Everett is out, but you know, you go into the offseason and McVeigh really needs to think about utilizing his tight ends a little bit more than what he has this season. Tyler Higby, he's been a big part of it towards the uh, last uh, few weeks. Let's make our tight ends a big part of it. During the earlier part of the season, mix them out through the entire season. Don't yeah. wait until it counts. Yeah. Because at this point in time, it's a little too late. Yeah. 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 We, so uh, well, he's, he's been a, he's been a joy uh, to watch, uh, over these last uh, three games now. Sure. Yeah. A little, a little too late to the tune of 5%. 5% is uh, yeah. what chance we have of making the playoffs. And of course, in order to do that, we have to beat San Francisco and Arizona 
And Minnesota, I believe, has to lose to whoever they play. Minnesota needs to lose against Green Bay. Green Bay has one game up, and they also have to lose against the Chicago Bears. Chicago is a uh, okay. team right now. So, I mean, I feel like um, those are eh, the Bears. They'll probably beat the Bears. <laughs> well, they could, they could lose to the Packers. I'll tell you what. If they <laughs> lose to the Packers and we beat San Francisco, suddenly that 5% looks a little more uh, possible. Well, it might feel possible, and you know what? It's going to be our luck that, you know what, we're going to go ahead and win uh, on Saturday against the 49ers, and Minnesota Vikings are going to go ahead and lose against um, the Green Bay Packers, and Week 17 is going to come along, and we're going to go ahead and beat Arizona, and we're going to be waiting with uh, twiddling our thumbs to find out if the Bears can or cannot beat the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, of course I want the Rams to to win and and <laughs> always win and you know who knows get a hot streak and and you know go to the Super Bowl, but there is that uh uh Ben Garcia voice in my head that says no, screw the Rams. This needs to feel like they need to feel this. They need to not make the playoffs. This needs to be a wake-up call uh because this is not a season that they should be proud of. Yeah, it it really shouldn't. And at this point in time, uh, it's probably best that if, if they lose on Sunday, get our hopes out of there. Forget the 5%. Our season is done. Look forward to next season. I don't want to be strung along until week 17. You know, we're watching all of a sudden Minnesota and, um, uh, I'm sorry, Chicago and Minnesota play against each other. And all of a sudden, you know, we're out of it. You know, drive yeah. the sword through our heart on Saturday <laughs> uh, <laughs> just rip and the let's just be off. over, it it. over yeah rip yeah. that band-aid off because i i know our uh button our 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 panic button doesn't work right now because it's probably out of batteries <laughs> yeah yeah you know the, actually it's funny there there is something to that because i think back to last year and the super bowl and of course we always do a big super bowl party with our friends and whatnot and and like we the, the anticipation for it was of course greater than any other Super Bowl oh, yeah. I'd mm-hmm. ever been a part of. But then when it was over and we'd lost, that night felt worse <laughs> than any other Super Bowl by far. You you never like you have a you usually have a you know a maybe a rooting interest in one of the teams, but Whoever yes. loses, unless you're a fan of that team, it's not like you're. It ruined your night, or and you're upset the next day. Like I was physically and emotionally distraught over that. Oh, loss yeah. last year. So let's it, just it, get it out of the way. Yeah, get it out of the way. I mean, so we last, can last we can Super just Bowl. enjoy some playoff football. <laughs> it was it was draining last year. I mean, yeah. we had a great season, and all of a sudden we're in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, and. We fizzle out. Yeah, it's that's hard to digest. And I was at the same point uh, um, when uh, when I left the party. I was like, you know what, this this sucks. I'm gonna go ahead and crawl into my uh, man cave. I'm gonna rip my Rams flags off the wall and <laughs> burn them on the barbecue. But again, <laughs> you know what, I'm a Rams fan. I'm gonna stick with them through and through. That's what I've done for these last few decades. I'm gonna do it again. And hopefully, hopefully, by this offseason, McVeigh, Les Snead, 
you know, they they start to turn things around. They kind of open their eyes and they say, you know what, we might have went wrong on our O line. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's go ahead and uh, uh, take a look at our wide receivers, uh, and let's go ahead and take a look at some of our uh, linebackers. And where do we go from this point on? Because they sure. have decisions to go ahead and make, and hopefully. Because next season, I mean, we we have this beautiful stadium that we're going to be playing in, Ugh. and that's you don't want to take a dump all over that thing. We'll yeah, do that that's in Dallas. The time, yeah, that's the time when uh, you know the city of Los Angeles and all those LA fans they want a winning product, and we kind of yeah. see what you know what that is when LA watches the Lakers and how LA has been responsive to the uh, San Diego Chargers. They want a winning team. And if you don't win, like the Lakers have not been winning these last few seasons, they're not going to show support. Yeah. So. Yeah, come on. Come on, Rams. There's a lot riding on the line here. Got to keep yes. it going. Yes, indeed. And and Rams fans, we got to ride this out. Stand strong. Let's kick some 49er butt this weekend. Uh, that, that would be great. That yeah. would be. Stick it I to mean, them in their own house. It would definitely make uh, the Dallas loss um, uh, less uh, forgiving, and it make my it put me in a better mood overall. But uh, yeah. it's going to be a hard game, San Francisco. Sure. Uh, they're a very legit team. I'm not going to lie. I I kind of thought maybe in week six, week seven, that I don't think 49ers are the real deal, and here they we are. And they're in top of our division. They're doing great. So they are the real deal. They're a team that we might be seeing in the Super Bowl. I mean, they've only lost three games so far this season. So uh, Shanahan, uh, he's he's done a great uh, a great job for them. Yeah. No, he he definitely has. Yep. They uh, yeah, they're the real deal. Sadly. Yep. Sadly, it is lame. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, hey, I got something before we get out of here. Go for it. Congrats to you, my friend, for making oh, yeah. it to the championship round in our fantasy football team. Ah, thank you. In our, yeah, in our league. Uh, you are uh, again heading into the championship. Uh, best of luck to you, my friend. Who, who am I taking on uh, this week for? Uh, uh, you're taking on one of uh, Dan's neighbors, one of the commissioner's neighbors, Carson. Oh, so, uh, ah, which I believe okay. he won last year. Nobody really cares about the championship no, match. No. It's all about the Gallo Bowl, the last place match. Can't wait for that. Exactly. And yeah. and again, if, you, if you're not in the Gallo Bowl, then you are a winner. Yeah. And uh, that would mean even you, Jeff. You are not in it. Therefore, you are a winner. That's right. You don't have to subject yourself to three to four minutes of stand-up comedy. Oh, <laughs> yes. The crowd. That's the crowd. Uh, that's the penalty for our Gallo Bowl loser this year is uh, three minutes of open mic comedy. Uh, oh, that's great. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Cannot wait. All right. Indeed. All right. Let's do it. That's uh that's a just a quickie, you know. I feel like if uh, if the Rams don't show up like we've said in the past, you're just lucky that we even recorded a show this week, I suppose. <laughs> or not. Oh. If you if you weren't entertained, then you're not lucky. Did By you the some? way, yes. Uh yeah, uh since I was kind of out and about tuning in and out on the Dallas game, did you hear about that coin flip, the coin toss yes. between Dallas and uh, uh the Rams yes. and how that played out? 
I did. Yeah. And that, that, uh, I, I mean, I think it played out how it should have. Yes. But again, I, I had no idea when, when Dak Prescott, uh, made the call that the home team, home team had to say the word deferred. Yeah. That's I didn't the either. magic word. Yeah. Apparently that's in the rule book. I've never heard about it. Um, and, and, and if you don't say that word deferred, then by far you're probably going to go ahead and be giving up the ball again. Yeah. To your opponent. And I think uh, even Goff, Weddle, our team captains, they kind of noticed it too when when they turned around and they realized, you know what? Did he not say deferred? And so they were kind of grinning and they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to get the ball to begin with and we're going to get the ball again uh, opening up on the third quarter. So yeah. That's a stupid rule, and I'm I'm glad yeah. that they had the common sense to, oh, yeah. to do it right because not that it mattered. I mean, it you know it, oh, it no, didn't no, play no, out, no. but that that would have been dumb because he did he did say deferred. He did, yeah. Um, maybe not at first, but I'm sure he won't make that mistake again. Oh, it's going to be clear. He's going to spell it out next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, be sure you're following us on Twitter at the Rams House. Also, check out Guys in Shorts. We'll talk about uh, the rest of what's going on in sports and entertainment and pop culture and all that. Uh, plus, we got a we got a new podcast in the in the Guys in Shorts family of podcasts, and that is the Definitive Five. If you like yeah. movies. Uh, we started a podcast where we list the top five movies in any specific genre. So we've already done top five 80s action flicks, uh, top five sports movies, top five uh, Christmas movies. That's still topical and timely. Be sure to check that out if you want any uh, want to know what Christmas movies to watch this Christmas. And um, this week, top five Star Wars movies in honor Ooh. of the... the- but- final movie coming out by the way jeff uh you're a bit of a meanie on on that uh definitive five because if if i heard correctly you called macaulay culkin an asshole did i (laughs) yes you're talking about the christmas oh well he is in home alone he is it's It's the beginning of that movie i and i had forgotten uh it'd been a few years since i'd watched it and uh, watched it last year and he is, a, maybe it's because I'm older, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think of it as much. But now that I'm older and of like parent type age, he is a little punk ass at the beginning oh, yeah. of that movie, uh, you know, which is supposed to, you know, that that's, you know, why they, it's so great because then, uh, you know, he learns his lesson and he becomes a good kid and respectful of his family and, and blah, blah, blah. But man, in the beginning of that movie, he has got a mouth on him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like all yeah, parents want to smack him. <laughs> I totally agree. I I found it more amusing that first of all you used the word asshole because you rarely oh, that's true you rarely curse. I'm, I'm and, yes. I, and uh, second of all, yeah. you refer to his character his, his uh, actor's name. You don't refer to him as what? Oh, Kevin McAllister. Kevin? Oh, you, yes. you call the seven year old. Sorry, no offense to Macaulay. No, no offense to seven year old Macaulay Culkin. Uh, his character Kevin McAllister is the asshole. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting. Get that uh, on my- I, I feel like I'm I'm getting crotchy crot crotchetier by the minute. It's all the time uh, I spend with Ben doing this podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> so there you have it. Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love it if you'd check out Definitive 5. We think it's a pretty darn good program over there. It's great for movies yeah, and, uh, and a lot of fun. So check that one out. And uh, and if you like The Kings, check out The King's Realm. That's uh, that's the other one. And I guess we got to mention Clouded, too. If you like Clouded, internet yeah. mysteries or, or spooky stories, check out Clouded Podcasts also. Okay, I think we got everybody. That's enough. I think so, yep. Uh, we are out of here. For Darren Besa, I'm Jeff Wilson. Whose house? Rams house. house.